Hello, everyone. Happy January and happy Friday the 13th to all of you who believe in the secret power and healing energy of the 13 lunar cycles of the moon. So whether you do or don't believe in the typical superstitions surrounding Friday the 13th, or maybe even in the power of energy that holds and honors the cycle of creation, death, and rebirth, it doesn't matter to me. I think we can all agree that it's become a somewhat unlucky day to many people around the world. I know that in horror movies and, yes, even in some scientific research that kind of taunts this 13th day, there is a lot of fear that surrounds crossing paths with black cats and breaking a mirror that leads to a seven-year streak of bad luck, even in an increase of bizarre accidents and other ominous doom-laden happenings beyond our control. There's even a name to describe the irrational dread of this date, and I'll see if I can try to pronounce it. Don't blame me if I can't. It's Paraskeva Deca Triophobia. And that's just a specialized form of triskaidekaphobia, which is a fear of the number 13 itself. Now, my husband was born on the 13th of April, and I don't know if that's why or if it's just something he feels in his gut, but his very favorite number is the number 13. So I think it's all in how we look at it and how we perceive Friday the 13th. There are also others who see this day as more of a day of enlightenment using the power of the energy of the lunar cycle to spark change, a period of death and rebirth, if you will. Now, while I'm not dissuading the notion of superstitions, because, I mean, who really wants to tempt fate, right? (laughs) I'm saying that I'm choosing to use this date for the betterment of myself and for a future that I wish to manifest to create my best life. Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, but... I say, why not choose to look at this Friday the 13th as a day to embrace and focus on this powerful energy to maybe stimulate our creativity a little bit. Let's look at let's look at it as a way to bring art, music, writing, anything that's creative to life and bring healing to our world. Now, I know that for some of you like me, January isn't exactly our favorite time of year. I mean, The busyness of the holidays is over. Some of us might say, thank God, it's finally over with. And we're all pretty much back to our regular routines for the most part, right? But for me, this season, this cycle of the new year is just, I don't know, let me be honest, it's just depressing to me. I mean, the sun barely comes out, and even when it does, it's short-lived. Most days it's cold, it's gloomy, and I live in the Midwest, so where we live, there's always the potential threat for snow, ice, sleet, hail, freezing rain, you name it. We even had a tornado last year on December 15th in the middle of winter, so um, it's just not my favorite time of the year. So at the beginning of the year, while I have every intention of kicking butt this year and powering straight into reaching every one of my goals... I often get tripped up this time of year in trying to do too much or forcing myself to feel it when honestly I'm just running on empty already and I'm trying to keep up with the rat race that is our lives. Often by the end of January, I end up fighting just to hold on amidst the chaos and instead of feeling truly inspired and motivated to enjoy knocking things off my bucket list, 
I just give up and I'm like, I would rather just hide inside and stay away from the rest of the world until spring comes. Now, on the flip side of that same energy, I also, I can't help but feeling this calling, this calling to move, to motivate, to change. It's always there in the back of my mind, no matter how down I feel or no matter how depressed I feel this time of year. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about how the universe works and how it sometimes just slaps you in the face and drags you kicking and screaming out of your comfort zone to wake you up and say, hey, what are you doing? You're literally the only thing holding you back from achieving your dreams. So let's get moving. And that's when I start listing off all the reasons. When I'm pushed by the universe to do something, I, I can't help but ignore it. So I'm willing to admit that it's there, this whispering, this tickle of, hey, you need to do something to move forward. But it's like I said, it's also when I start making excuses and say, well, I can't do that right now. I'm not motivated enough to start. I'm not inspired enough to finish. But let's get real. That's all those are, just excuses to stay stuck in a place that we don't belong. If we truly want to spark change and propel ourselves forward this year, we, myself included, have to push through those hard times. We have to destroy the roadblocks standing in our way and make it happen, no matter how much work it takes to get there. So the first thing I wanted to talk to you about today, because I think that you guys probably are feeling some of the same emotions too. And I want to talk about roadblocks and how they prevent us from truly living our lives out loud. Okay, so in my case, I think one of the reasons why I'm starting off the year not feeling fired up and ready to go is because there were a lot of things from last year that I choose to just sweep under the rug and not deal with. So in moving forward to the new year and basically living in denial, what do you think happened to those same things? That's right. I dragged them into this brand new year and now I have no choice but to deal with them before I can move on. One of the things that was my biggest goal for last year was to get my writing course off the ground. I wanted to create a digital course where I shared my core message with the world and I taught others how to tell their story. Now the undertone of that core message is, it was heartfelt when I wrote it and I mean every single word of it. My core message was that I believe that every story deserves to be told. The hard truths, the weakest moments, the brokenness manifested into healing. Every single word is worth speaking into existence. In fact, when I look back, my very first slide after talking about that message is called Exposing My Pain. And it begs the question, why am I here? The next paragraph read, For many years, I asked myself the same question over and over again. Then one day, not so very long ago, a string of seemingly coincidental events came into play, and suddenly, I found myself with a heart torn in two and my eyes wide open to two choices that laid before me. Now, that was very poignant and a very pivotal moment when I weighed my words to teach others to tell their story. Because I've always been drawn to that poem, The Road Not Taken, by Robert Frost. And I'm going to pull it up here. 
and read it to you guys because I think it, it is worth repeating and reminding you of that poem. The two roads diverged in a yellow wood. And sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth, then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black, Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how ways lead on to ways, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. So... I wrote this part of my course over a year ago, planning to have it presented to the world by probably sometime the beginning of summer. I also created a free workshop as a teaser that came with that course, and it was called How to Write Your First or 20th Novel Without Having a Panic Attack. It gained some traction, and I had several people sign up for my free workshop, and I was beyond excited and really ready to hit the ground running. But from the get-go, there was roadblocks. There were pitfalls, pitfalls, technical difficulties, and just minor petty annoyances that really almost stopped it in its tracks. So I chalked it up to a normal first-time experience, almost like a Murphy's Law type experience. I didn't expect perfection. Maybe I did, knowing me. But I also didn't expect to feel defeated before I ever began. So I had those two choices. I had the road not taken and I had the one that everybody else walks down where they see success and they never look back. And I chose the wrong path at that moment. I let that experience tear me down. I let doubt sneak in and I let fear silence my voice. Something I swore I'd never let happen again. I had too many dreams to live to let this drag me down for good, but I questioned if, if it was even the right thing for me to do or if it was even the right time. I pushed it away like I do everything else that's easier to hide from than face head on and I just moved on. I focused on things like my health. Um, I recently received a diagnosis of being type 2 diabetic and I chose to focus on keeping my life moving forward in a physical way and keeping myself alive instead. So while those were also super important goals to have for the remainder of 2022, I focused more on my physical health, but in the meantime, I allowed my mental health to suffer. I wasn't exactly doing it on purpose exactly. It just sort of happened. Our our work-life balance became chaotic and noisy, and our personal life was pushed to the back burner. Nothing we did on purpose, like I said, but it just kind of happened, and we went with it. So in the meantime, I kind of stopped doing podcasts. I'm also an author, and I stopped writing. I had some of the worst roadblocks in the form of writer's block that I've ever had in my entire life. I also had an intimate connection with music my entire life. And in the middle of this last year, I even stopped singing. 
The bottom line is that while my mental health began to suffer, I also stopped creating, which is the essential component that makes me who I am today. So now let's flash forward to the new year. I had a very real and honest conversation with my husband about feeling like I let myself down last year. Not only just in pushing my course forward, but I kind of just threw up my hands and decided that it was easier just to maybe, you know, trudge through one day at a time. As my husband often says, wash, rinse, repeat. Um, That's kind of what our life became this last year. And while I desperately feel that I have a message to share and an audience to serve, I had a hard time helping others be inspired and motivate them to change. Now, the reason I created this podcast, the Daily Escape podcast in the first place, was to offer hope and healing to others to manifest and create their very best lives too. I feel like this is and always has been my life purpose. So in pushing my dreams aside and struggling just to keep my head above water, I started to feel like a hypocrite. How could I uplift and motivate others, motivate you, when I couldn't even find the strength to do it for myself? But as I sat in that silence and I was just still for a moment, I I let that ache in my heart do exactly what it needed to do. I desperately wanted to do better this year and I realized that a lot of the things about myself that I didn't recognize before then or maybe I wasn't willing to admit them just yet, I found that there are still a lot of things from my past, not just from this past year, but pretty much my whole life from childhood on that I haven't yet dealt with. So I've pushed that stuff aside and I swept it under the rug because let's be honest, it's easier to do that than it is to face our own demons to change. Am I right? Now I know that in hearing from you guys in the comments that many of you are feeling this way too. So I guess my first question to myself was, and it should be to you as well, what are we going to do about it? What are we willing to do this year to change. For me, I realized that I have been unwilling or maybe just flat scared out of my mind to admit that I need to go back to my past and face that first. Now, as I mentioned, I'm an author and I've been creating make-believe stories and writing books for my readers for years. I've written six books under my pen name, Sadie K. Frazier. You can find me on Amazon if you want to check those out. And I've also co-authored two books with my author, husband of 23 years, and lifetime best friend, Stephen St. Clair, all of which are fictional. It's a form of prose that describes imaginary events, people, places, and things that were invented from our creative minds. But I've come to the conclusion this year that maybe it's time I stop hiding behind the pretense of an imaginary life, and I learn to deal with the reality of my own life, and I grow up. So, as I said, my husband and I had a very real conversation about what we'd like this year to look like, the changes we'd like to invoke to spark change and better ourselves in a new way. And in talking to him, as much as I hated to admit it, it became very clear to me why my workshop and my writing course did not take off the way I'd hoped it would. It was clear that I had no business asking or teaching others to write their story or unveil their pain or recognize and define their past when I had been unwilling to do the same thing for myself. 
At that moment, on one of the last days of 2022, I made it my mission in 2023 to unveil my past and write the story of my life. I felt like it needed to be in my own voice, but I needed to find my voice first before I can help others find theirs. Now, here is where things get interesting. (laughs) If you are like me, sometimes, like I said earlier, the universe just kind of slaps you in the face and says, all right, you really want to do this? Let's push you. Let's see how far you're willing to go. So the very next day, after my husband and I had that conversation, I get an email from a lady who hosts our author library events at our local library. And her and I had spoke about this idea about two years ago, about my course writing and wanting to help others write their story. But things never really worked out on their end, and they didn't have much funding. Um, One of the ladies that she had been in contact with was no longer there, so she just kind of pushed it aside as well and hadn't thought much of it until now. So like I said, the very next day after my hubby and I had this life-altering conversation, I get an email from her, and this is what it read said, hey, I know we spoke a little bit about your ideas to create a writing course for the community. Have you made any progress on this idea? Might you be interested in creating some sort of mini workshop presentation for a library event focused on writing? So out of the blue, she also mentions that their summer reading program is on the theme of finding your voice. This is where I about fell out of my chair. The quote that this whole workshop will be based off of is finding your voice. Our voices have power. We use our voices to share stories, express ourselves, and spark change. Our voices include not only the sounds we make, but the words we write, the art we create, the movements we perform, and the actions we take each day to impact our world. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I firmly believe that in life there are no real coincidences. Everything is meant to happen in the exact moment it's destined to happen in. So when I first read that email, I was in shock. It was just further proof to me that I was on the right track and that maybe this opportunity would enable to me to enable me to share with others not only my shortcomings in writing my own story, but also it might help them to see that in life the struggles are real. They're not going to go away or disappear, but we have to move forward. And as I said earlier, if we truly want to spark change and propel ourselves forward this year, We, myself included, have to push through those hard times. We have to destroy the roadblocks standing in our way. And we have to make it happen no matter how much work it's going to take to get there. So I've heard a lot of other people, influencers, podcasters, authors, everybody suggesting that we choose a motivational word or phrase, one word or phrase that inspires us for the new year to get us motivated to move. Basically, it's a theme to follow to spark the changes you want to make. I've also heard a lot of other people talking about New Year's resolutions, goal setting, and bringing in the new while letting go of the old to create the very best version of ourselves that we can. So I thought I would jump on board with this idea as well and see what we could come up with. So at this point, I'll try anything (laughs) to keep my mind from feeling defeated or from January dragging me down or telling me that whatever progress I'm making isn't good enough and that I need to do more. Because wherever you're at right now, as long as you're moving forward, even if it's a tiny little step at a time, it is enough. 
So my theme for this year is going to be finding my voice, plain and simple. I've started writing my story now, and I will not stop until the very last line is complete. Now, I want to make a quick suggestion for another podcast to listen to. If you are standing at a fork on the in the road, if you're trying to muddle your way through winter's doldrums and you just can't find that extra spark to move forward, I want you to listen to this podcast if you need a little extra motivation and inspiration to get through life as I did. If you've never heard of Mel Robbins, guys, <laughs> I want you to stop right now and look her up on whatever venue you listen to your podcasts on. Every episode of hers on the Mel Robbins podcast is filled with motivation and tactics that you need. Believe me, you need these. Plus, she has deeply personal stories and relatable topics and research-backed, ed- research-backed advice to help you create a better life. And I'll be honest, in listening to her speak, for me, it's, it's her raw honesty. It's that motherly big sister, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to kick your butt advice that really speaks to the core of who I am. Or at least to the woman that I so desperately want to find again. The me I've somehow left behind. And I think there's many of you that are feeling that way too. So I hope that you'll continue to listen to this podcast. Not in spite of my struggles, but because of them. Because I believe that we're in this together. And that we can do anything we put our minds to as long as we move forward As long as there's forward momentum to inspire, to believe, to change where we're at right now. Now, last week I talked on my blog, The Nomadic Gemini, about it being time for something new. So in closing, I'm going to remind you and myself of that very pivotal thought-provoking realization I had just a few days earlier before I recorded that and to the letter I wrote to my future self. To the woman who once lived in fear and honestly still feel, still fights the anxiety that causes that every second of her life, it's time to quiet your anxious mind and learn and let it be still. To the me that feels with every fiber of her being that there is something new on the horizon, something that is about to catapult us into a future we could have never imagined, Something that's simply waiting for us to get out of our own way and make room to manifest into becoming. And last but certainly not least to that little girl within that still longs to be enough for once. I will sit with you for a moment longer until we figure this out. Until we face the ugly things that we've been hiding from. Until we learn that we are worthy. We have always been worthy and we are enough. But... We need to convince ourselves that it's okay and it's time to believe that now and move on. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm done looking back. I'm done making excuses. This will be the year that things change. I can feel it in the very core of my soul and I hope that you can too. This is the year we find our voices, our power to pivot, to spark change and to heal. This is the year we trust the process And learn that while releasing the old, we are clearing a path for what lies ahead. Nothing, and I mean nothing, is going to stand in our way this time. It's time to rewrite our stories and find our voice. I can feel it, and I hope you can too. So let's do this. Until next time, and with all of my love, I am unconditionally yours, Sadie.